That's right, it's time for cool news. <laughs> it's cool news time with Rory. How's it going? It's going well. Are you ready for cool news? I'm ready for cool news. Anytime a piece of cool news slides across my desk, it's going to be here in our new segment, Cool News. Um, this time, no news has slid across my desk, but we needed an intro. <laughs> Yeah, so here we are. This is a show about reading reviews, but I have some news. What's the news? Um, well, it's old news, but sometimes old news is cool news. Yeah. This is from September 2020. That, sorry, September 22nd, 2020. Okay. This is a news story by Mike Pomeranz, and it's called Why is Costco's Hot Dog Combo Still So Cheap? A Death Threat. Uh. I- yeah. A death threat to Costco or yeah. a death threat well, to Costco's customers because it is so cheap to buy the hot dog well, combo? It's actually a bit weirder than that. It's a, sort of an, an internal thing. Uh, Costco's CEO said the company's founder had some strong words regarding raising food court prices. Oh. Uh, so we're going to read a bit of this article and then we're going to comment on it, which slams it, slams it from orbit, orbit into the realms of fair use. Uh-huh. We can all agree. Yeah. Any court would agree. Truly. Be it be it high or low or kangaroo. Killing someone for changing the price of a hot dog may sound like an overreaction. Maybe. This is, this is from Food and Wine, by the way. Oh. This isn't some horse shit off oh, BuzzFeed or I, whatever. Like, I just assumed this was a, this no. like had a bunch of ads that you were right now scrolling over that bananas in a pot ad. Uh, no, no. Yeah, this is isn't, this isn't some like some HuffPo dog shit. This is Food and Wine, baby. But what if the threat was for changing the price of the 150 Costco hot dog deal? That conflicted emotion you're feeling is empathy waning. So what we have are some quotes from a from a meeting that happened within Costco. Oh, okay. Okay. And there was an article about it in 2018 on the site 425 Business. Quote from from the Costco CEO W. Craig Jelinek. Okay. I came to Costco co-founder Jim Senegal once and I said, Jim, we can't sell this hot dog for a buck fifty. We are losing our rear ends. He then shared Senegal's response, who's the founder. Okay, okay. He said, quote, if you raise the effing hot dog, I will kill you. Figure it out. Okay. <laughs> Just to hammer things home, a man worth over a billion dollars threatened to kill a man worth over a hundred million over the price of a one fifty hot dog. That's all I really needed, Jelinek explained of his decision to keep the price of the deal the same. (laughs) 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 Okay. All right. So there you go. That's some cool news. Cool news. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, the internet's first curated volume of other people's opinions. I'm Jess. And I'm Rory. And on this show, we search the internet for the wildest, wackiest, zaniest things people have to say about just about everything. And we bring those reviews from your favorite crowdsource review platforms 
here to surprise you and surprise each other and bring a little levity to 2021. It was very wet here. I don't know if the mic picked that up, but it was very... I, I felt it happening. It was very wet. Yeah. It's not going to be cuttable. Do you want me to do it again? No. Okay. Uh, you are going first, though. I am. So what are you bringing? I'm bringing... Uh, I'm bringing a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of... <laughs> sometimes you pull the kazoo away from your mouth too quickly sometimes you just start singing the song so, sometimes sometimes your brain says that's enough kazoo and your body says eh. I'm gonna keep making the noises we're gonna get we're gonna we're, You're, gonna, we're gonna get hot with the dogs we're gonna fuck some hot dogs so, okay well then this is a good old episode isn't it yeah. because I went to school, so you know I've got, got a, a big, big brain. brain. <laughs> <laughs> and I drink kefir, so it doesn't all taste the same. Woo-hoo. Oh, I majored in French, and I don't have a job. I went to, to grad, grad school. school. Where'd you go? Did you run out of breath? <laughs> I ran out of breath. Damn it. All right. Well, well, this is my segment where I poke fun at people who are pretentious on the uh, the website beeradvocate.com. Yeah. And today, good times. It's been a little bit. Um, so we're doing a special edition today. No. Here's how we're going to do it. No. We are going to talk about one beer from one brewery. And then you and me and Yelp are all going to go visit that brewery together. That's a good way to do it. You decided that it was too much work to find enough funny reviews on Beer Advocate. I tried really fucking hard. I don't doubt it. I've read so many beer reviews. It really, yeah. I I have not once looked. So for newer listeners, this is a segment that Jess stole. I came up with it first, which is why the theme song is a fucking bop. And, um, and then you stole it because I, I did it and I thought it sucked. I never wanted to do it again. And then you stole it, and I've never looked back. I've never wanted it back. I know. We are going to be talking about Society and Solitude number four. Okay. From the Hill Farmstead Brewery. This has got a score of 100. It is a world-class beer. Right. Yeah. Um, it's ranked. It's mm. weighted rank on the ranking of all the beers that Beer Advocate has like okay. access to is uh-huh. 65th. So the Society in Solitude is a New England IPA. Hot Theology from South Dakota also thinks it's a pretty good beer with a 4.67 out of 5. Okay. Look, 5 out of 5. Juice. Pure juice. Tons of acidic head clinging on in ropes beautifully. The glass looks like we're taking a ride through a car wash. Smell. Okay. Peach pit. Slight dank socks. Amazing dank wet grass. Slight hash pipe. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Fucking god damn it. Not a single smell listed is a good smell. Is that that's not in the review? No. That's you. That's me. L- little commentary. A little commentary. L- little, okay. little commentary. Peach pit. Yeah. Dank socks. Uh-huh. Dank wet grass and hash pipe. Not good smells. It, yeah. So normally 
Normally, what we try to do on this show is order reviews in such a way that they will build sort of a funny narrative. We go for like a funny narrative. And what you've done is gone for for what I have to hope and imagine is the weirdest fucking description of this beer that you found. Because that's this is this is a a mind fuck of a start. Taste 4.5. What is actually wrong with this website? At first, it didn't catch me much. That first sip yields a lot of wet grass and dry grass alike. With some pine and socks. But hold it. Mm. Mm. Hold it. Mm -hmm. Mm. Hold it. Yep, I'm holding. The finish. Uh The finish. Right on my face. Brings all of the flavors forth. Uh Once it's swallowed, the beer completely coats the palate and brings the most amazing papaya mango orange juice blast that sits and (laughs) sits and settles on the palate. Incredible, guys. Okay, so it's sort of like it's sort of like this beer is a quest. Kind it's of. It's a journey. Kind of. You, you got to get through the moldy socks and, and the wet grass you stuffed in your mouth. And the wet grass, which for me, some people like the smell of freshly mown grass. Oh, I love the smell of freshly mown grass. Dastardly. I do not understand that. Oh, uh, it's You like, are a freak to that's me. That's my favorite smell, but unacceptable. Dank grass makes me think more of hay. And damp I- grass. Is it dank or damp? We got a lot of D's in there. Well, well, I thought it was it, dank it, hash it, pipe. It amazing dank wet grass, oh, okay. slight hash pipe, slight hash pipe. Okay, like an uncleaned, like like just weed like pipe. yesterday's weed pipe. You just used it. You haven't That's cleaned, on the but coffee you haven't table. cleaned it in a month, and it's like yeah, it's and on you, the coffee table. You've and... just wandered out of your the person whose place you're staying at's yeah. bedroom and found their yeah their and, hash pipe on the coffee table from yesterday and the thing about it that really fucks you off is that there's a pipe cleaner and some rummy alcohol right next to it right and next still to it. still it stinks the whole apartment up like shit um do you want to know about the do you want to know about the feel because we still have feel and overall we, we got, are we still have two paragraphs this, i don't want to know how this person feels about anything <laughs> i know um feel 4.75 juicy acidic Slightly resinous, but not overly so. More acid, juice, resin. It continues. Resiny finish. You can't feel resin. Moderate. I mean, you carb. can feel it with like your hands, but moderate alcohol that's not warm. What you mean. Just enough to warm you up. So what this person has said is juicy acid uh-huh. resin, juicy acid resin, juicy is how acid it feels, yeah. resin. So no, no feel descriptors were used. No, 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 no appropriate adjectives were harmed I in the making of that paragraph. Love to feel juice. Right. Me too. Overall. In the grocery store, you just walk Uh-oh. up. You walk up to the Tropicana. I get that Tropicana. Mm, gloop, gloop. I like to make it like make a little yeah. bubble up at the top and just glurp, Because they use the special plastic. Yeah. They, they, most plastic, it won't do that for you. But the special juice plastic will go kajunk, kajunk, kajunk. Just, like, just like a nice gloop. Dasani. Just kajunk, gloop, gloop, gloop. I used to be a dinosaur. Kajunk, kajunk. <laughs> Overall, was not disappointed in the ver- in the least. Very, very good stuff. I can't wait to procure more of what you guys have done. Uh-huh. So that's our introduction to, yeah. um, what is this beer called? <laughs> Silence and Solitude. Silence and Solitude. It's the worst fucking beer name I've ever it's heard. It's such a pretentious beer name. It's horseshit. It's so pretentious. Society and Solitude. Society and Solitude. Number four. Honestly, Num- worse than what you just four. said. Society and Solitude number four is you the name of You just brainstormed a better name for I that I did. Beer. I did. Mistakenly. Than okay. what they went with. Society and Solitude. What is that? So I guess, is this like a recent release? 
Um, is that like a? You keep is that making a, me go back to this other screenshot as soon as I've gotten my uh, new screenshot pulled up. Is this like a you pandemic wait beer or until I've gotten the other screenshot pulled up and then you ask me a new question? Uh huh. It's not a pandemic beer. Total horseshit. Almost would have got a pass otherwise. Um, Goblin Monkey Seven from Massachusetts has a four point three three out of five review. Appearance: hazy yellow gold. Head is bright white, pillowy and dense. Minimal retention. Leaves a couple chunks of cap with a small, dense collar. Splotches and ropes of sticky lacing. Moderate carbonation on the pour. So nothing to run home. It's fine. So it's a a beer. It looks. It's a carbonated beer. Looks like a beer. Looks like a beer. Smells like a beer. Smell. Uh Uh-huh. Juicy tropical fruit explosion. Tons Uh of peach and nectarine. Solid push of pine needle, grapefruit, and orange zest. And juice. Okay. Green onion and weed. <laughs> so much peach, it's green actually... Green onion? Green onion I've and weed. I've never heard that one before. Wow. I know. So much peach, it's actually a bit nuts. Juicy and macerated peach flesh. Sweet in good measure. Malt base offers a touch of bready element with some pale malty sweetness. Resin. A touch of lemongrass thrown in the back. Incredibly dank. <laughs> dank is... Their favorite fucking word. Oh, I've yeah. never seen the word dank used more than yeah. people on Beer Advocate. Unironically. Like, stoner college students do not use the word dank as much as pretentious people on Beer Advocate do. Um, I, I used it one time like four years ago and you harassed me for an entire calendar year afterward, I, afterward begging me to say the word. Well, that's because you don't usually... You didn't use a lot of euphemisms for marijuana... You yeah. mostly just like called it pot, like you would call it pot, but you oh, like talk yeah. or like weed. Not even. No, I was really, um, I was really, I like to use legal language. It was, I mean, it is and was a felony. So I tried to be very, uh, cannabis, please. <laughs> you're just, you're just, you were just an always an awkward person. And so when you said something with dank, I was like, that's fucking hilarious because they don't ever say dank. Best part is not awkward anymore. Look at me now. No. <laughs> A, a social butterfly I have become. Look you, at look at this dank new social attitude I possess. I am ready to confront the world with this with this I, listen, dank joy for interaction. I'm not saying any of that, but uh-huh. now you wear colors that aren't that aren't navy blue. Okay. So like, uh-huh. you know, you wear things that aren't plaid now. So like, you are growing as a person. That's true. Yeah. You wear you are you are colors besides blue, and you wear clothing that isn't flannel. So. I do. I do own a hot dog. Yeah. Button up shirt now. You do. It's pretty. You do. It's yeah. Pretty and you have sweet. another one with banana cats on it that's pink. really good. Yeah. Okay. And I'm just saying, yeah. uh-huh. six years ago, if uh-huh. somebody said, gun to your head, is this person ever going to wear a pink button down with cat bananas on it? I would say no. No. And then if somebody put another gun to my head and said, does this person refer to things as dank on the regular? Yeah. I would say no. Wouldn't that be funny? Anyway, yeah. and then, can I read the rest of this review, or do you just like, should I just chuck this phone out? I've just been enjoying. I've just been enjoying bullshitting, we're shooting chatting. the shit. Yeah, okay. but yeah, go for. It. I mean, yeah, I guess that's what we're here to do. Yeah, taste. Uh huh. Four point two five. Peach flavored weed. <laughs> that's not a thing. Fuck you. Fuck you. Peach flavored weed. Super dank and super tropical. Sorry, I shouldn't say fuck you. You're you're a person. Peach you, flesh and juice in abundance. You're somebody's child, probably. Oil is some. Hey, 
Hey, sometimes you gotta say fuck you to somebody's child. You shouldn't, though. It's rude. It is rude. Oily and resinous pine. Pine needle. Touches of lemon and pineapple as well. Malt. Malts offer up a solid backbone with a slight biscuity sweetness with some bready elements. Pure malt. Some, some green onion. Burst of grapefruit juice and zest. General citrus juice. A spicy and floral hop runs throughout. Tons of white nectarine as well. Fruity to the point where it's almost a candied sweetness. Lingering bitterness almost hits aspirin. Uh, aspirin? Oh, sorry. Lingering bitterness that almost hits aspirin. Aspirin. So that makes me okay. want to drink a beer is telling me that the aftertaste is going to be like biting an aspirin. <laughs> it's going to be like an over-the-counter pain medication. <laughs> it's going to, well, I imagine they are referring to the extremely bitter taste of, of over-the-counter pain medication. over-the-counter pain medication, yes. A little BC powder, um, which, yeah, is bad. It tastes bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mouthfeel. Medium body with a moderate car- carbonation, juicy and a touch creamy through the sip. Relatively high astringency with a decent dryness overall. You can't feel juicy. Yeah. <laughs> we're back in this. We only read two reviews. I know. This is fucked. This is going to be the longest episode we've ever done. And I they're know. trying to feel juicy again. How are we going to get through this? Fucking- By hearing what angry baboon from Massachusetts has to say. Okay. Split with Goblin Monkey. So oh, okay. our last reviewer and this reviewer had this beer together and then okay. wrote the reviews together. So yeah. I felt like I had to bring them both just okay. in case Baboon Monkey and Goblin Monkey okay. ever. So they, they split a bottle, put on some blindfolds, got each other off, and now we're writing some reviews. And now we're writing some reviews. Okay. So 4.3 out of 5. 4.43. So this one is 10 or one tenth of a percent better mm. than the last one. Appearance. Medium tangerine with some golden honey. Glows in the light. Hazy, cloudy, with some clarity around the edges. Medium-sized, fluffy, off-white head fades to a mostly solid, wispy cap. Leaves some streaks and blobs of lacing. Smell. Are you ready? Here's where everybody likes to go. Every, you know, smell is where beer advocate people really shine generally yeah generally the first paragraph is an over is is an over examination of what the beverage of beer is and then the second we hit smell everything goes everything everything falls apart stunning paralyzing magical i have been smelling this for a while and i can't get over it fresh squeezed ripe tropical fruit juice bright bright orange tangerine and grapefruit juice flat Flesh floral citrus, tons of stone fruit, ripe peach flesh, peach juice, apricots, massive tropical push with mango, pineapple, and passion fruit, fruity, straight up hops, hops, resin, pine, and a touch of mint, herbal notes, pale malts at the base, extremely clean, no hints of alcohol. So I just want to count the number of times that they said juice in this paragraph. (laughs) Please. Okay, what? Two, three, four, five, <laughs> six. This paragraph is four sentences, and the word juicy comes up six times. So 1.33 average yeah. per sentence. Because <clears throat> you know how this beer smells? It smells juicy. It smells really like. It smells ju- juicy. Like, if you were to take the smell of this beer and just squeeze it a little bit, a little bit of perspiration is going to come out. This is a juicy beer. 
I can't explain that enough. Taste. Juicy. Fruity. Big. 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 Taste big. That's all you got? Massively hoppy, which is not a surprise. Orange, tangerine, grapefruit, ruby red, grapefruit, citrus, juice, flesh. No, hang on. Hang just you flesh. Me. You lose me. You lose me. Yeah, yeah, you lose me. So, wait, okay. Let's get that list again. Orange, uh-huh. tangerine. Orange, tangerine. Okay. Grapefruit. Grapefruit. Ruby red grapefruit. Ruby red grapefruit. Citrus. Oh, okay. So, it's just... Uh, so, also, they also just threw some citric uh, acid into this also one. Also, just some citric acid. Flesh. Yeah. Flesh is here. The the Urukai's favorite snack, man flesh. <laughs> and some oil. Okay. Zest. An array of stone and tropical fruits. Mm. Unlike the other the, the previously mentioned. Peach flesh. Uh-huh. In, in the, addition to human. Man flesh, yeah. Co- perfect accompaniment. Apricot, pineapple, mango, passion fruit, hop resin, pine, and some herbal flavors. Moderate bitterness that tastes a little more herbal and grassy than expected. Uh-huh. Clean, pale malts, lightly sweet, touch of caramel, finishes clean. Okay. Um, so, so not to be outdone by their friend. Not to be outdone by their friend. They have torn into, not even a thesaurus, they just sort of said a bunch of shit. They sort of just said the same thing several times. They, got, they started narrow and got broad, which is not how human discourse is supposed to function. Yeah. It really just a failure on all counts. I'm slightly confused by some of the other reviews I am now skimming through as they suggest that the aroma is not potent. Maybe this quickly fades over time, or maybe this batch is just hyper fresh. Regardless, this is one of the best smelling IPAs I've had in a long time. It's magical. Even compared to other Hill Farmstead double IPAs, this is notable. The taste does not quite fulfill the promises of the aroma, but it's still very lovely. And so I just, this person leaves us with, but have you smelled it? Did you smell the beer? It seems like no one else smelled the beer. Um, yeah. I've got one more review. They're long, so I didn't bring very many. Okay. It's from Gajo74 from New York. Okay, good. 4.65 uh-huh. out of 5. Uh-huh. The color is redolent of freshly squeezed orange juice. Turbid in appearance with a layer of chill haze. No significant head. Rather, minimal scattered bubbles on the surface. Yet... There is a lot of lacing throughout. Intense hops-driven aroma that highlights a varied bouquet of fruit and pungent herbal hops. In the first phase, there are notes of oranges, grapefruit, pear, and papaya. A light cracker malt aroma throughout. In the second phase, herbaceous and dake notes of pine resin and grass. This feels tame. Yeah, well, yeah. We're painting by numbers here. We are. The... This is just kind of a nice one. It's a little poetic, but it's still very pretentious. The taste opens with a soft graham cracker malt sweetness accompanied by juicy notes of alcohol, laced tropical citrus, and orchid fruit. Fruity and delicious flavors of grapefruit, orange, papaya, mango, and pear throughout. In the middle palate, a developing bitterness adds balance along with notes of grass, pine resin, and herbal dank. Can I make a quick point? Yes. I don't think you tasted pear. (laughs) <laughs> in all that I'm just, you don't think I'm that just gonna you call, papaya and pear I'm just going to call that one I'm going to throw a flag on that one papaya, orange, pineapple and pear I think, the, I think the famously subtle flavor of a beautiful pear a Bartlett pear was completely lost on you was completely lost on and your I palate I think you're making it up I, 
I, the rest of the review wasn't funny, but uh-huh. somebody swore to Jesus that the main smell of this was kumquat. And I was like, <laughs> you do not know what, it, like, you didn't smell kumquat. You didn't smell this, and you weren't like papaya, uh, a pineapple, uh, m- my ex-boyfriend's bong. Ooh, kumquat. Like, what the fuck? But the rest of the review was not funny. But that one thing really stuck in my craw. I was like, you did it. You did it. Smell <laughs> kumquat. That's b- bizarre. Um, <laughs> so, no, I don't think they tasted the pear either. Um, throughout the drink, the bitterness increases. Oh. Furthermore, although juicy, the palate has dryness. <gasps> I mean, they might not even be drinking the same beer as everyone else. Throughout yeah. the drink, the bitterness increases, as does the alcohol spice, to its credit, without booziness. Medium to full body, gently carbonated, and with a smooth mouthfeel, due perhaps to the addition of wheat and oats. The finish is dry and resiny with a lingering bitterness. This is one of those beers in which the taste lingers in the mouth and in the memory. Wow. I really hope to have it again sometime, because it was wonderful. And you that's know? where we're going to leave that beer because I want us yeah. to be really positive about the beer when we go visit the brewery. That's a good point. And I will say for what it's for whatever it's worth, I will say that perhaps only because it's adjacent to so much nonsense. <laughs> so much yeah. garbage that that beer quite uniquely Made me want to drink the beer. <laughs> that one review, as opposed to yeah, all the, the other all ones, the other ones, yeah, which left me confused and feeling like we're not even talking about beer. <laughs> so that's that's why we wrapped up with that one. It's a little ridiculous, but now, I want us to go. Yeah. I want us to go away with some positive feelings about society and solitude. Number four. Now I would like to drink an IPA. Okay, good. Which is a rare thing right now because that's all you can get in Oregon. <laughs> um. Okay, well, I already kind of did the theme song. Yeah, you kind of did the uh, theme song already. But I can do... Here, uh, I'll just do a little refrain. Here. Do the tambourine. So when you want... Flat. Start (laughs) start and flat. Start and flat and sexy. (laughs) So when you want some fun, crack open a bun. (laughs) Fuck that thing. So when you want some fun, crack open a bun and fill it with your processed hog. Yeah. And that's what I call, hey, that's what I call getting hot. With the dogs. With the dogs. Yeah. Um, I hate this segment. It makes me think about hot dogs and they're made of meat. They are made of meat, which we don't eat. <laughs> um, so yeah, so this is the recurring segment where a vegetarian does reviews for hot dogs. And hot dog accessories. And hot dog accessories. Speaking of, we're actually doing two very different things in this episode. The second half, we're going to Nathan's Famous in Coney Island. Oh, so at- we did we do do we both do uh, reviews yes. and then take a trip? Oh, look at actually, us. Actually, no fucking shit we did. So the second half of the episode's one big field trip. Yeah, because the first part, if you can't go to Nathan's Famous in Coney Island, you got to make hot dogs at home, you might want to use the Maverick brand HC01 Hero Electric Hot Dog Steamer White. <laughs> this is a hot dog steamer in the shape of a white dog. <laughs> is it a one time of like a one hot dog at a time type of deal? Like what? How many no. hot dogs can you yeah, put in that thing? Yeah, it's a single hot dog steamer. You slip one little hot dog in there and it perks it up. 
I they invented that thing that makes your egg a big terrible loofah. <laughs> so like That's don't true. don't look at me That's with incredulity true. when I ask you if a if a one hot dog hot dog steamer exists. No, it it, it does like it basically will do as many hot dogs as you can squeeze into it. That's terrifying. Yeah. Uh, it's 30 bucks. People love this fucking thing. Uh, when the hot dogs are done steaming, it barks. <laughs> good. Good one. <laughs> that, that, uh, that, that did make me excited. Oh, here we go. Hot, so this is about this item. Uh, make hot dogs the quick and easy way. Hot dog steamer cooks up to six hot dogs in less than nine minutes. Some people can probably do eight, though. Depends on how much you give it a little shove. Uh, yep. And it's dishwasher safe. And here we go. Five stars. Oh, by the way, this is from listener Colin. Oh, thank you, listener yeah, Colin. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, my God. I'd be remiss to mention. Uh, sorry, Colin. You probably like were wondering what the fuck was going on. Uh, yeah. So, listener Colin sent this in to me uh, before Thanksgiving. Oh. And I was going to... I was. I literally gathered all these reviews before Thanksgiving, and then my brain said, oh, yeah, we're doing second Halloween. Oh. I can't bring a hot dog steamer. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's been sitting on the shelf for a while. Uh, but thank you so much, Colin, because these reviews were fucking great. Five stars from Darling Nikki. So much better than microwaved hot dogs. And what we're going to do, this first segment is all about seeing how hot dogs bring people together. I bought this as a gift for my grandmother. She loves hot dogs. And at 91, she eats them on a weekly basis. I was a bit concerned <laughs> I mean, if her doctor tells her she can eat hot dogs at 91, I'm more power to her. I was a bit concerned that she would have a hard time using it, but it's not much more trouble than a microwave. The key is to listen out for the barking and be careful of the hot steam. I'm glad you didn't burn your mother. Grandmother. Grandmother. At 91. Just making all kinds of hot dogs. At 91, she just loves to gum them little porkies down. You know what? At 91, sure. Fuck, I'm it's making a 91. I'll eat hot dogs. If I make it to 91, I'm I'm, I'm turning to hard drugs. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, at that point, it doesn't matter anymore. At that point, you can get addicted. Yeah, it's fucking, fine. who cares? Five stars. Bargain Bernie. It cooks good. Purchased after falling asleep numerous times while cooking hot dogs and links. Friend, pal, buddy, champ. Hey there, sport. Hey, can we talk about your narcolepsy sport? Is it time? It cooks good. And you don't. I put more water than specified so my hot dogs cook longer and get hotter. Safe and fun. Are we ready? Like, is it time uh, to talk about your narcolepsy? Like, it's not time? What? The look I'm getting from you so tells many me times. It's, not, it's not time to talk about their narcolepsy. Okay. So many times just... What? <sighs> What time is it? Two in the morning. <gasps> My Jimmy Deans. <laughs> and you go over there and there's just, it's everything's black and the pot is black <laughs> and there's smoke everywhere. And, yeah. Fuck it. Not that long ago. I, so sometimes I press tofu and I cut it into slices and I make it into sandwich filling. <laughs> it's not a we- It's not as weird as it sounds. It's fine. But uh, frequently what I do is I will set the tray in the oven and they sit in there for like an hour. Yeah. And I tell myself, I'm not going to set an alarm. I'll remember. I'll check in an hour. And last time, literally, I didn't smell it turning into charcoal until like five hours later. Yeah. And I went out to the kitchen at like 1230 in the morning 
and yeah. there were the black husks of my mm. would-be lunch. Yeah, but so you know the tofu happens. the tofu you put in an oven yeah. cooks for like an hour. To be fair, easy to forget. Easy to forget. You know what you can do in an hour? You can take a 20-minute nap in an hour. You know what yeah. you can't do while you're cooking hot dogs? <laughs> take it, take, take it, a take quick a little 20-minute nap. Can't take a little kip while, no, while your dogs no. are in the, or your uh-uh. buns are in the oven? Yeah. No, because they don't go in the <laughs> yeah. oven. They go in a pot on the stove. <laughs> That's all I have for that. You, you walk out and... The the water is completely evaporated, and you just have these shriveled up, weird little fucking pork things just just like lining the bottom of your your well, pot. You throw that pot away. That pot's garbage pot. That's the garbage can's pot now. That pot doesn't belong to you. That pot belongs <laughs> yeah, to the garbage can. That pot is fucked. It's covered in so much hot dog residue. And I, that you know, you're never gonna clean out. It's always funny to me when people put like large objects into a into a trash can, like yeah. household objects. That's always funny to me. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta, though. Sometimes yeah. you turn hot dogs into the bottom of your pot. <laughs> but, see, but if you, do, <laughs> if you fuse hot dogs to the bottom of your pot, then you never have to season any soup you make in that pot ever again. I need you to read me in the next review and not talk to me about this. Hot dog stock could be a thing. I, Five stars. It's not. Five stars from William Brown. Hero hot dogger. I and a friend go to Las Vegas several times a year and stay only at one casino slash hotel. This site had a fantastic hot dog shop, but it closed a few years ago. Missing our hot dogs, we purchased from Amazon, a small portable steamer, which is the best, I think, on the market. It handles up to six dogs, is very easy to clean and transport, barks when done, and is very attractive, has a long power cord that stores in its tail. So you took it with you to Las Vegas? So what you do is you take a hot dog steamer to Las Vegas so that you and your buddy, but w- before you head down, you pregame. You pregame on a little little pork sausage. I mean, like, okay, because uh-huh. my brain did a lot of things. Yeah. My, my brain jumped through a lot of hoops while yeah. I was trying to decide what part of this person I was going to make yeah. fun of. Yeah. Um, it's processed pregaming. <laughs> you get your nitrates, you get your ammoniums and what have you, and you shove them down your gob in a bun, and then you go and you play slots until two in the morning. Because my, my initial thought was, so no one else in Las Vegas sells hot dogs, was my first thought, because the place in this hotel closed. Yeah. And my second thought was, I mean, I bet they're saving some money by bringing their own hot dogs. And then I remembered that they used to buy their hot dogs. Yeah. So why could they not continue to buy hot dogs from somewhere? Because they just really don't want to leave this hotel. They go. They don't go to Las Vegas. They go to the MGM or whatever this uh, is. Oh, and, see, that makes sense. And it's really, it's not even that weird because one of my favorite scenes from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas is when Johnny Depp and the other actor whose name I don't remember are huddled around a hot dog steamer, huffing ether, yeah. and riding out the last bit of their terrible, terrible acid trip. And then, bark, bark. Yeah, I was going to say my favorite scene in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas is, you know, when the hotel room's like covered with like a uh, foot of water. Yeah. There's like a bunch of water in it. Yeah. And then Johnny Depp's like in that one lounge chair with his feet up and he's like looking all crazy. And yeah. then you just hear, bark, 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 and he goes, oh, my fucking hot dogs are done. <laughs> you know, that's my favorite scene. Snaps him right out of the trip. He's like, oh, shit, there's water everywhere. Oh. I got to get my life together. Oh, man. <laughs> I got to turn this boat around. I got to. <laughs> It's I time gotta, to go get a degree. I'm going to get a, a clean job. I'm going to... You know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start a clean energy business right here and now. Solar panels. And then he leaves, and that's the end of the movie. And that's the end of the movie. And Hunter S. Thompson's life took a different path. 
path, and we all thought it did. It all started with hot dog steamer. Dog shaped hot dog steamer. Las Vegas hot dog steamer. Five stars from David Reuter. This thing is awesome. My SO wanted it for Christmas. I found it on Amazon at a great price and got it. We cooked some dogs on Christmas morning. Different strokes. And they were the best hot dogs I have ever eaten. For different folks. It really cooks them to perfection. Mm-hmm. I would recommend to anyone. Yep, yep. Mark, mark. It just brings people together. Christmas morning, a time of festivities and sharing and love and community. And you huddle around your hot dog steamer. <laughs> and you go, I should get a clean job. <laughs> I really got to turn my life around. Solar panels. <laughs> Five stars from Forever Rice. I love it. Some people say they got tired of the dog bark, but I love it. It scared me at first because I forget it would bark when hot dog is done. It really makes you think that there really is a dog around. But after I got used to it, I looked forward to hearing the dog bark. (laughs) What? (laughs) Five stars. From H-S-T-R-Y-L-V-R. So, history lover. From from history lover with no vowels. Hey, loves history, hates vowels. Hates vowels. Five stars. It really does cook the hot dogs and keep them nice and juicy. Just gave this as a gift to my coworker for a going away present. He immediately started making hot dogs and hasn't stopped since. <laughs> I'm going to take that sentence literally. <laughs> It hasn't Literally right that moment pulled hot dogs out of his pants. This is a huge hit to all our coworkers. It really does cook the hot dogs and keeps them nice and juicy. I may may need to get one for me too. And so two things. Wait, yeah, I thought it was a going away present. Well, it was it was a going away present until the until (laughs) Until they started to immediately make hot dogs and not stop. This coworker was like, Oh, I guess y'all do care about me. Wow, I can't leave I can't leave now. There's hot dogs. You can't leave a party when there's hot dogs. So that coworker has just been keeping the party going, keeping all of these people captive. Can't can't give me my resignation papers until until the party's over there, uh, there, there Dale. So uh, you're gonna have to just keep on paying me till the party's over. Yeah. And it wouldn't be this segment, and I'd be remiss to point out that there is no greater hell than showing up to your job to do data entry, and then over in the break room, it's the guys, and everybody calls them the guys, and they're huddled around a hot dog steamer waiting for it to bark. (laughs) And thinking, damn, I I gotta turn my life around. Well, here we sit. It's two days later. Uh, Not because the first half of this episode was going poorly, but because it went so long. So long. It went so long that we got tired. Yeah, we got too tired to continue. Um, We took a break. We took a little nappy break and... uh, For two days, and now we're back. It's New Year's Day. Now it's New Year's Day. It's it's time warp. Let's do it again. Um, Do you want to do the song? If your life is a fucking mess, send us mail on the pony distress. The pony distress. So let's start the pony distress this time with some thanks. 
You Let's do, do some thanks. thanks. Uh, you know, good way to start a new year, which again, time yeah. warp. Now it's 2021. Yeah, thank God. Uh, so we've got, hey, um, we asked you all for nickels and some of you turned up with uh, big heaping dime bags. And this, uh, so we did like a fun drive. We did we like did. a, we we did did like a, a little drive. mini fun drive, which we always told ourselves we wouldn't do, but times changed. Uh, so we did it. It's been very humbling. It's been very weird. I now am 100% sure I never want to ask for money ever, ever again. Ever, ever again. It's been really uh, uncomfortable. But but you guys have been incredible and beyond belief. Yeah, really. So, like, yeah. Um, so special thanks to, and some of these might be duplicates. The uh, It doesn't matter. So special thanks to Katie and Brittany and Robin and Andrew and Reginald and Lori and Quinn and Marie Helene and John and Kelsey and Molly and Emmanuel and Elizabeth. And special, special thanks to Will and Ellery. You know why. Yeah, yeah. You um, know why. Special thanks to you. Good gracious. Uh, the ad we want to buy is 1200 bucks. We're maybe going to buy uh, like another one, a smaller yeah, one to go with it, depending yeah. on how successful it is. But the ad we want to buy is $1,200. bucks. Uh, you all came out with it over $850. Which is insane. We were kind of hoping to get like 300 Yeah, I was hoping to, like, my optimism was like, we're going to walk away with $500. Yeah. Oh, even that was like, yeah, wow, I out was of like, my reach. I was like, wow, like, if this really goes well, we're going to get $500. Um, You guys are the best. You're the best in the world. Thank you so much. Yeah, so absolutely wild. Um, we've also received a number of reviews, too many for one episode. So I'm just going to read a couple that okay. I'm, I'm real happy with. Yeah, and and we will we will keep, we'll get back to regular pony stuff next week uh we just got a review an email today from Corey, listener Corey. hey Corey. hey Corey. Um, who let us know that there is somebody named david telly Ooh. sorry uh there is a there is an artist named david t ty who t? who makes real music for cats oh. and, has, and has done the science and has and has come up with frequencies that actually help cats and Corey, we will try these on our cats this the the yeah. artist name is david it's t E-I-E. They're on Spotify. So yeah. check it out. Um, and we got we got a review here. And yes, we will try and let you know, Corey. Corey did want us to try. Uh, so we'll do that. Joe, Joe G in an Amazon review. Holy smokes, it works. <laughs> well, I'll be horn swaggled. <laughs> I will be also horn swaggled. The next time Floyd was running around the apartment like a maniac looking for something to knock over which our cat is currently doing right now. Uh, I, I put this album on and he skidded to a stop, then moved closer to the speaker and lay down on the floor. It has worked like a charm every time since then. It's sort of like John Tesh music for cats. This is amazing. We'll put our nice speakers on the bottom shelf of the bookshelf. Yeah. We'll see if Mowgli reacts. Apparently Corey, it's like... We will let you know. It's like a full-on snake charmer. The cat just walks up and... I am so excited. So I, I cannot wait it. to play this music. We also got some reviews for Springs. I don't know if you want to hear a review reviews for Springs. Wait, Springs like natural springs? No. No, like boing. I was just thinking, wait a second, this sounds like Yelbit on a Mountain stuff. I should look into natural springs. Uh listener <laughs> listener Stabitha Christie, the other stabby. Stabby Stabby. Uh it's one of the stabbies. Sent us uh, reviews for Springs. The ones from Canadians were especially funny. Would you like to hear one? I love Canadians. This is a review by a Canadian for Springs. <laughs> Not useful in all situations. Put them in a bowl and offered them to our guests. Some people refused them. Other less intelligent guests tried to eat them. We have decided we needed to broaden our scope of friends as a result of this purchase. What? <laughs> wait. 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 What? Put them in a bowl? Yeah, like crackers. But they're springs. You put them in a bowl, some people ate them. 
Oh, dear me. It's an open mic night. It clearly went over your uh, head. <laughs> sometimes things do. You have been assailed by this Canadian open mic night. Sometimes, listen, see, the problem The problem that I'm having uh-huh. is not that my like ability to discern sarcasm has has degraded over the not. years. That's all know? I know. I know. Um, I, don't worry. I never take anything you say seriously. Nor should you. Um, but my problem as I've gotten older is that I have realized how many things people say in earnest. You know, it's not that I'm like unable to detect sarcasm, but I have just realized that the possibilities for the authentic self are so vast that it is, it's sometimes difficult for me to, uh, understand that somebody's pulling my leg because I'm thinking, Oh, you're just a very interesting person, aren't you? <laughs> um, and then they're like, no, I was joking. And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. Okay. You're not making those choices. It means you're not going to get hornswaggled. I feel you know? perpetually hornswaggled by other people, though. But you're, less, but you're at least, you know, you've got your, you've got your guard up. I got my guard up. You I know? got my hornswaggle guard up. Do you want to read some reviews? Oh, yeah. Yeah. For, uh, for a brewery in Vermont? Yeah. I'd be really into that. What's the name of this brewery from two days ago? It is the Hill Farmstead Brewery. Hill Farmstead. Yes. Um, a very folksy name for a brewery that produced an extremely pretentiously named beer. Yeah, Society and Solitude yeah. Number Four. Maybe just stick with um, call the next one like Pitchfork or something. <laughs> um. So this is like this is a pilgrimage brewery. This is in rural Vermont. It is in like mountains hills when it's snowy like it is extremely difficult to get there but people go there because they make beers that are on the list of the best beers that anybody's ever uh-huh. butt chugged or whatever right you know? okay mm-hmm. just casual butt chugging yeah sure. um mm. but not everybody drove the very long way to get there and had a good time Oh no! Oh no! So this is like a so this is like this is kind of out there in Vermont, which yeah, I mean, all of Vermont is out there. But first of all, all of Vermont is out there. There right. aren't very many people in Vermont, right? Um, and Vermont's extremely like hilly and mountainous and forested. Hence the so, name of the brewery. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's like yeah. on a hill. Mm. It is a farmstead on a hill in very rural Vermont. I bet they have a thing where they like only use hill water. Probably they only use like special like Vermont a special hill water, spring Vermont, yeah, spring not even water. Amount, just like hill runoff. They, their brewery's in a little in a little ditch, and they just oh, like and they all only... our beers are made with classic Vermont sparkling hill water, hill runoff yeah. water. Uh huh. Well, I can tell you, or that is Susan can tell you one thing that they don't have. Uh huh. One star. After driving to the middle of nowhere for great craft brew with my husband, we came upon this place with. Absolutely no option for someone who is gluten free. No soda, no wine. Oh, wait, there is a jar of water. That being said, my husband did enjoy his beer. Definitely not worth the drive. But that water is special Vermont Hill runoff. Hill, so. hill runoff water. But I also like that it's a, a jar of water. There's one communal like mason jar, yeah. ball mason jar of yeah. water that everybody shares. This yeah. is a pre-COVID review, so everyone was just yeah. drinking out of the same cup. Just, 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 just No, there's no utensils even. You have to do it no, like a bird. No, Vermont, very similar to Nebraska in that way. Yeah. Um, um, and you like... <laughs> I am... Um, <laughs> and the water, the water is 90% water, 10% like cow waste 
Which is not gluten free. Because at the top um, of each hill on each side of this brewery is I, a farm. This is, is, a good, is, a, is a dairy. This is a good brewery, and I don't yeah. think that they use cow poo water for their beers. <laughs> Probably. Okay. But hey, if it goes in the water, it doesn't go in the air, right? And then climate change is not as bad. And then climate as change is yeah. not as bad if you drink it. Yeah, we should stop eating cows. Keep going. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, I don't want to pick on Susan for needing it. Like, I'm not, I'm not attempting to pick on Susan for needing a gluten-free option, but I am attempting to pick on Susan for driving probably two hours, an hour and a half to two hours to a brewery that just makes fancy beers. Yeah, I'm a little, and I I don't want to labor, I don't want to like linger on this one for too long, but I was, I was very confused by the wording, we drove for two hours and like happened on this place after driving to the middle of nowhere yeah so they for great craft brew like so they went to this place on purpose but though they they happened on this place no after driving to the middle of nowhere for great craft brew oh we came upon this place you're right we came upon this place oh shit yeah Yeah. wait so So where were they driving to then fucking middle of nowhere they were they just they were they gonna were, eat. They gluten. were riding through the desert on a horse with no name, and they finally found an oasis. And when they got there, they couldn't find anything gluten free. Wait, but then what were they searching for? Because like when I read this review the first time, I was like, Susan, why did you not just Google it? Like this is a craft a craft microbrewery in in a hill in rural Vermont. Like I, you know, some places, big places, I expect them to have options. They were but just like, fucking <laughs> thirsty travelers needing to wet their whistle. At a watering hole, and, and they got fucked. And all they could find was the one communal mason jar full of water. Um. Anyway, so Susan had a bad time, is my point. Okay. One star, Susan had a bad time. Five stars, Amy <laughs> had a great time. We stop here every time we are in the Northeast Kingdom. It is well worth a detour. The beer is great, and the atmosphere is very welcoming. People come from all over the world. Lots of dogs and kids hanging out on the lawn, but all very civilized. And I uh-huh. um just I just wanted to throw this review in here because it's a lie. I've never seen a civilized child. Right. Mm. So what so, <laughs> so at this brewery in the middle of nowhere that's nestled between two hills and it stinks like manure. No, would you you walk up stop? You're walking through the courtyard and it's just and there's like dogs wearing overcoats and there's children like sipping from teacups. There's a small child playing a flute while a poodle dances. Like I I I guess. Oh, yes. This beer does taste like my bong. Oh, my. Do, 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 do. I thought you were going to make a joke, so I was like, oh, this is a good time for me to sip my tea, but I didn't expect it to be that funny. <laughs> I do declare, I believe it's time to start shorting the housing market again. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Um, <laughs> the poodle twirls. Um. All right, so uh, th- that now that we have that real picture of of the the Versailles Garden that is <laughs> Hill Farmstead Brewery in Nestle rural Vermont, between two manure piles. Yeah, no, it's not. Jennifer, Jennifer says three stars. Little snooty for our tastes. Fucking called it. Do, 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 do. For starters, we aren't even tourists. We live less than two hours away, which is, I think, for this brewery, just on the main road. Because this, yeah. like, you have to drive, like, 45 minutes off the main road. Um, then two hours away and have been beer enthusiasts, especially I- IPA enthusiasts, for a while. Mm. But this place made us instantly think, wait, breweries are supposed to be fun? <gasps> 
<laughs> they are. So many big Jenga sets. I, You know what? There's which, nothing I love more than a brewery with a big Jenga set, okay? Which is something Portland doesn't believe in, by the way. So, so Portland, get on your giant Jenga game. I, Where are you at, Portland? What's happening? This is a big claim that we don't have time for, but Portland's beer scene is a lie. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Much like capitalism. Sure, Susan and Edward are on point, as expected. But the tap... Those are some of the brewers. Yeah. But the tap room here is an overly staid, stuffy, musicless void of pretentiousness. Mm. Good luck making a joke here. It feels more like an uppity winery than a brewery. The <laughs> do not touch signs practically outnumber the people in line. Do Though not touch. You should not touch brewery equipment. It tends to be hot. Um, oh, over, okay. You know, like I, you should not touch brewery equipment. It tends to be like hot. Um, overall, three stars for beer quality. Although honesty, honestly, there are many legitimate rivals these days. Frost, Green Empire, Lost Nation, etc. Minus two stars for a totally ridiculous hoity-toity attitude. Um, um, we're going to take a little pause because I want to look this place up a bit. <laughs> I am 100... Ha- having heard that one, I fucking know they use snow or snow, hill runoff or whatever. Hill water, yeah. Their water is something special. special. That they keep in one communal jar in the middle of the room. I am sad to report that despite the name of the brewery, by the way, just to be just to be clear, they are not in a hilly area. Oh, they they're not. It's I but mean, but I swear there was like a big mountain next to the picture I looked at. There was like a yeah, there's a, like a mountain in the distance. It's not like I have a 360 panorama, but it's relatively flat. It looks kind of like Cades Cove. The mountains are off. There's a mountain range okay. out there, but it's not like you know nestled in a crag or something. Well, nobody. But you thought it was in the valley was, between two dairy farms atop hills. No one that thought was, that was that my was, fever That was dream, you yeah. only. Yeah. All right. I'm going to read their story. <laughs> this is fair use because we're going to comment on it. This is the story from the Phil- Hill Farmstead website. Hill Farmstead Brewery is the culmination of many years of travel and insight. Hyphen. Sorry. No. Dash. Dash. Yeah. Of experience and education. Of friendships and explorations. It is the revival and continuation of 220 years of hill heritage and handcrafted history in North Greensboro, Vermont. Very little content. Very in the, in little the, content. In there. I'm not seeing anything that says... I don't think they use... I think they just use tap water. I think they use tap water. I think they keep it in a jar in the middle of the room. Yeah. <laughs> Next review. Well, Matt C. has a five-star review. Matt C. is a Yelp elite user. Believe the myths. Dot, dot, dot. Believe the stories. Dot, dot, dot. Sasquatch is real. You're a real, real naughty boy. Oh, fuck. Real naughty. Oh, my God. Effervescent. is... Effervescence in your mouth for several oh. hours afterwards. Oh no. Dot dot dot. Yes, I was an attendant. I had a top-notch experience. It was lovely Saturday spring day in Vermont. Drove with my dog from East Burke in the NEK. A beautiful drive it was. We uh-huh. anticipated a line. We had arrived early. No line. Dash. Repeat. Dash. No line. Okay. I sampled everything. Got my order lined up, grabbed a number, not that I needed to, waited less than zero five minutes. Okay. Had a couple hundo later 
And a couple hundo later, I'm coming back with a sweet haul. A couple hundo is nothing to me. Toilet paper. (laughs) (laughs) Decided decided to enjoy the atmosphere a little moan. Dot, dot, dot. Grabbed another glass of Susan and sat on the deck. Dot, dot, dot. Observed the view. Observed the dogs. Observed the frizz toss. Observed the hipsters. Dot, dot, dot. The beer, absolutely exquisite. Knocked my socks off. I'm a huge friend, fan of the Heady and the SOS, Society of Solitude. Uh-huh. This is different, better overall. I wish it were produced slash easier to get. Uh-huh. The beer is so good, it leaves a pleas- very pleasant taste in your mouth for several hours afterwards. It comes back and lets you know it likes you. I eat later uh-huh. that day... I went on a lovely mountain bike in East Burke, and mm. when I was huffing and puffing, et cetera, I could taste the hill farmstead still in my trachea area. And okay. it was extremely pleasant. I, You're extremely pleasant. Is that it? Yes. Oh, thank Christ. Uh, I mean, I we got to be careful with that review because that person is on a watch list, um, and I, I am 100% sure that that review will someday be read in court as evidence. I am... Um, they did include a picture of themselves, and I'm not oh, going to tell you anything about them other than they're wearing a vintage fish shirt. <laughs> um, <laughs> next review. Someday will be evidence. <laughs> we we have not tampered with this evidence. We will leave it as it is. <laughs> I knew nothing about it, Ossifer. I wasn't. I wasn't here. I saw right. nothing. <laughs> if I did, I wouldn't tell you. All right, last one. Are you ready? It's from Andrew. Yeah, sure. Andrew has a three star review. This brewery is kind of neat. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's really far away from everything on Earth. It seems like it, having looked it up. Yeah. I get the feeling that some people that go there are better than me. For example, I watched some men walk in, present a card, whisper some secret passcode, and then they got some limited release beer that was a cask conditioned in Scrooge McDuck's blood or something. Uh. It had wax on the bottle, which makes it better than your beer, which only has a metallic pointy cap. I unfortunately had to suffer through a five out of five star E. In all honesty, the beer is great and the brewery is pleasant. I wish they distributed the beer better. I can get Lawson's, Alchemist, and many other wonderful beers at flippin' gas stations. What's the holdout? Whatever. I guess I'll just saddle up my horse and trudge through the mud to grab a four pack. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not gonna. I don't even think this is necessarily a joke. I think definitely this will be the setting of a David Finch Fincher movie at some point. We are just waiting on Fincher to write it. We'll have to. Re- we'll, they'll have to rebuild this brewery somewhere else, maybe in Colorado, and film a movie there about Probably. all the psychological terrors that happened in the basement. <laughs> uh, this place sounds disturbing and weird. But I hear they make a great IPA. And aren't IPAs just hard to come by? Aren't they? They're just... Ra- I just feel like nobody makes IPAs anymore. No. Okay, before, before... Are you ready to talk about hot dogs? I am perpetually ready to talk about Nathan's famous hot dogs. This is Nathan's Famous on Coney Island in Bro- Brooklyn, New York, 1310 Surf Avenue. This place has been there for a long fucking time. It's the original. It's also where they hold the hot dog eating competition. Oh, yes. that's where they do it. Okay. The calories that have been accrued in this location are uncountable. Truly innumerable. Infinite. Um, And we've got some reviews, and we're going to blast through them. All right? We're going to tear a hole through the fabric of space and time getting through these Yelp reviews for Nathan's Famous. 
where you eat you eat, you get hot dogs. Um, I and just for the just for what it's worth, I want to throw out there a lot of Yelpers included r- pictures of their food. Oh no, was it hot dogs every time? Well, well yeah, it's mostly hot dogs. Uh. They serve a lot of stuff. They serve a lot of seafood, which I wouldn't expect. Um, well, they are on Surf Avenue, right? Uh, they have a pretty wide selection, but uh. I just, I don't know if it's my, like, biases or what, but every single picture of the hot dogs looked just obscene. Uh, obscene and unattractive. Five stars from Mark C. A lot of people like those fucking dogs, though. Mark C is a Yelp Elite user. <laughs> you never know what I'm going to do anymore. I know, yeah, I'm waiting every time. What a favorite place to go in Brooklyn. Can't get enough of the chili dogs and onion rings. I know it's just hot dogs, but I know it's just hot dogs, but that's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite one of your things, actually. My favorite one of your things is hot dogs. Yeah, I just love to gobble them up. Sit outside and listen to classic rock and get your dog on. Perfectly grilled right amount of chili, add your own mustard. The opinion rings were nice, crisp, nowhere near soggy. <laughs> Friendly people working there always helps. I know five stars for this, but it's my thing, and it's always perfect to me. Hey. We're starting with some positive ones. What's that? What's the name of that reviewer? Mark. Mark, you're perfect to me. Five stars from Lauren G. Lauren G has a cool arm tattoo. Which I I feel like is relevant. It is. Young and has a cool arm tattoo, tattoo. Heaven in a hot dog. How do I count the ways my love for thee? I even talked about these hot dogs in my Vassar graduation speech. Quote, they're the shit. Most accurate thing I have ever said. Happy 100th anniversary, you beautiful bastards. Okay, sometimes you graduate from Vassar and you got to talk about Nathan's hot dogs. Sometimes you meet the coolest person you've ever met in your life on Yelp and it turns out they just fucking love hot dogs. They just fucking love Nathan's hot dogs. And you're like, God damn it. There's the thing. There's the thing. There's the untenable thing. Shit. The horrible secret. The horrible secret. You, gra- you 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 gave a graduation speech at Vassar, which I assume means that you were like top of Probably, your class. Probably, you know. Yeah, like you had to have a reason. And you talked about hot dogs. And you have a cool arm tattoo. Yeah. One star from Denitra. OMG, what happened to the frog legs? <laughs> this year they taste nasty. This was five months ago. This, well, this year they taste nasty. I get frog legs every year since I was a teenager. They changed the batter or something, and it's a no for me. I wasted my $16. So disappointed. Never again. And the platter only come with fries and the frog legs now. You used to get hush puppy and coleslaw. What happened, Nathans? Nathans, what happened? What happened to your frog legs? Well, that could just be because 2020 was bad and it made everything bad flavored. So maybe those were stressed out frogs, you know, (laughs) their legs were real tough because they were stressed out about 2020. Whatever capitalist owned the like the frog farm was talking to their other like slaughterhouse buddies and they were all like, yeah, we're going to stay open. Just like keep doing it. It's important. People need their meat. And the frog, the frog farmer was like, "Eh." I don't know if I can say the same boys. I don't know. <laughs> I, got a, I got a frog farm back here. 
They're croaking like crazy. Maybe I'm just going to let them go. They're real stressed out. I think I'm just going to let them go. I think I'm just going to, yeah. I just don't know if this one's worth it. Yeah. I don't know if these are essential. I listened to a whole podcast on frog farming recently. Yeah, me too. One star from Manda. Manda R. Not everybody had a good time at this Nathan's Famous. What? You're joking me right now. I'm not even writing about a one star review for the 15 minute wait for an onion ring and chili hot dog. <laughs> the service was great for Mary's, the team member that worked the register the day of the 2019 Mermaid Parade. It's a crazy situation in there, but considering the volume, the food went out relatively fast. However, I am disappointed. I started eating meat casually again after being on a vegetarian diet. What better way to eat than with a Nathan's famous hot dog? I decided to splurge and order a chili dog. Beer battered onion rings were on sale, so that's cool. I got the onion rings, and they were super tasty. Since I got the chili dog, I did not need ketchup. (laughs) (laughs) No kidding. No kidding. I got my napkins and started heading home. Three stops on the train later, I opened the box with my dog and saw there was no chili. What? I have never had a Nathan's dog before. Super disappointing. I hope I can get credit towards a future experience, but I doubt anyone even checks their Yelp. I like I there's some <laughs> logical fallacies in in the base of this review that make yeah. me just question everything. Sure. Go ahead. We got, we got time. We're going pretty quick. Including I began to eat meat casually, which is fine. Like there's plenty of people who are vegetarians and then aren't anymore. Well, That's, it might have been a medical thing. Yeah, you, you know, know. So like plenty, going yeah. going back to meat was like a fucking really joyous thing. But just like if you've been cutting gluten out, I wouldn't suggest a bagel. As yeah. your like first experience, yeah. you know, um, if you haven't eaten meat in a while, then I would suggest that you maybe go find some meat to eat yeah. instead of Nathan's hot dog. Let's maybe get like, like a chicken breast. Yeah, maybe go get a chicken breast. You know, maybe maybe have a little pork chop, something. You know, maybe <laughs> get a rib, something. Maybe and like rib. and get a rib. Try maybe let's start with you start with one rib, Mandy. But I'm just I don't know I don't know if. Nathan's hot dog with chili is like, I just, to me, if I were to say I'm no longer going to be a vegetarian, I'm going to eat meat now. Yeah. Um, I just don't know if that, I just, that's a big jump. I can, I can break it down. What you're suggesting is if you're reintroducing your body to meat, you want to focus on the middle of the animal and yes. not, and not the tip and the tail. Not, not the anus and the eyes. Just don't go, don't go straight for, don't be so I, asshole I just, hungry. I, <laughs> Just don't be so asshole hungry. Three stars from Fox E. say to all the kids on the internet these days. I fucking love it. Three stars. (laughs) I know, I know. Three stars from Fox E. Fox E is a Yelp elite user. (laughs) Nathan Redmond of Norwich. Okay, this is is an open mic night. Mm. And I bring it because it genuinely made me laugh. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, it's also kind of long. Nathan Redman of Norwich City is a pretty awesome soccer player. And he's famous, but only in England. And not massively so. I can't think of any other famous Nathans. The internet tells me there is Cress, Sykes, Fillion, Gamble, McLeod, Owens, Henry, and Lane. But I've never heard of any of them. (laughs) Maybe you have? So I guess the only famous Nathans in the USA are Nathans famous of Coney Island. Now, if it were naked famous, then it'd be more up my proverbial alley. I know plenty of naked famous people. 
I was almost one myself. <laughs> here's, here's the thing, though. As much as I love Coney Island, I find the food anywhere here anywhere from piss poor to decidedly average. Despite their global fame in inventing the word Coney in connection with a hot dog, Nathan's hot dogs do nothing for me. The topping tastes a bit like dog food. The dog itself is nowhere near as inspiring as my favorite dog, Greyfriars Bobby. <laughs> now, if it were Macon's famous, then it would have to be in Georgia, because Macon is really only famous in Georgia. <laughs> Fair. Fair, yeah. I've been here a couple of times, once back in the day when I was doing the tourist thing, and once more recently to determine whether things had changed. I liked it better the first time because I had shitty taste in food back then. But the bottom line here is, the word's nothing and the word's special. And if it were napalms famous, then it would smell lovely in the morning, and one of the sheens would come here regularly. <laughs> Possibly the one that dates all the naked famous people. Oh, is it done? Yeah. Is it not done? Um, well, I'm gonna spare. I'm gonna spare Fox E because the last sentence of the review is, and thus ends another bizarre review, which is the worst comedy crime I've ever seen Don't in my do life. That. Just shut the fuck up. Just stop. Yeah. Always cut the last sentence yeah. of anything you write. It's always gonna be garbage. You don't need it. Yeah, I, I've learned that. One star, Brian B. Brian B is a Yelp elite user. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so maybe because I've lived all over the U.S., I just don't get it. <laughs> I admit up front that apparently I just don't get it. All right. Maybe because it's a staple of the New Yorker's diet or because they are just used to paying what seems to me to be astronomical prices for hot dogs that I don't get. With all due respect, Nathan's for me was just simply average with a premium cost. In my opinion, the beef hot dogs at Sam's Club is a much better product without the premium cost and a soda to boot. Again, I love going to New York and trying the pizza and various foods that they are known for, but this hot dog fell flat. I didn't dress it up with all the accoutrement, but rather a simple dog with mustard, and they failed. Sam's Club now doesn't even sell the Hebrew National brand and didn't get it, and I find it a better dog, as well as a better value. I mean, I just didn't get it, and I wanted my money back. Especially when I considered for that money I could have gotten a soda and a major portion of the $5 back in change. I respect everyone right to have a favorite, but I left wanting and scratching my head. And then did you take a big look around and locate the the <laughs> Coney Island Sam's Club? <laughs> because, like, location is kind of everything. Like, yeah. you're not going to go to every single Nathan's Famous and get a $16 frog leg plate. That's not, that's not like <laughs> Nathan's MO. It's Coney, you're on Coney. You're yeah, standing you're on gonna, Coney Island. I don't know if you knew. You're going to pay $6 for a hot dog, which like, is the price. I mean, yeah. yeah. It, it, the Coney Island Sam's Club yeah. probably sells them for $6. Like yeah, I, you They know. would. Yeah, it's because someone needs to call Sam and let Sam know. <laughs> and let Sam know. There's a hole in the market that Nathan's Nathan himself has created. And and yeah, and I just love that, like, I mean, this, this isn't like a special deli hot dog that's been cured in like someone's mother's special salt mm -hmm. bath yeah. that they haven't changed for 200 years. Yeah. This is a Nathan's hot it's dog. Nathan's you can buy dog. them at the fucking Kroger. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's the same thing, but you're... You're just on a stinky beach. You're at Cody. Like, but that's... 
Like, don't stand there and say you don't get it. You went to Coney Island. You went there on purpose. You, you looked at the Ferris wheel. <laughs> you know why you were there, okay? You looked at the roller coaster above the ocean, I, which is an engineering marvel. I, yeah. And you paid $6 for a hot dog. And, and I'm I, sorry that you don't get it because I don't get it either. I don't. I mean, and I'm not saying that I understand. I, like, there are many, many intricacies that I do not <laughs> understand. So many. But I get that if you're on Coney Island, your hot dog's going to be more expensive than if you are at your local Fred Meyer. Yeah. That's what I get. Yeah. I'll never understand how they get that hot dog consistency just right. You know? <laughs> There's so many intricacies to it, it, the hot dog that I will never understand. A, a true scientific achievement that they get that layer of just like, it's almost in layers, but it's not. It's kind of like really good scrambled eggs, except it's that uh, was pig parts. It's really beef the, parts. Sad. Well, I guess this one is just beef. You could, there's These like are all a, beef. You know that there are infinite possibilities for the yeah. moment at which you stop talking? Yeah. Oh, is that okay? There we go. Chop salad and scramble dogs. Um, you've been listening to Everyone's a Critic. This is a reviews show. Um, yeah, we did it. We did it. I would like to thank Guillaume Tucker for Bebop Molecule, which is our little ad break music. I would like to thank Steve Combs for Drag Chain, which is our fucking bop of an intro. And I'd like to thank Jazar for Green Lights, which is the song you're about to hear. Getting that one in early. I guess we'll just do all because the things been, and then I'll say some more stuff. You've been fucking it up. So I, I was like, I'm getting it. I'm doing the music. I'm doing it right. And I'm doing it first. All right. Uh, we would like to thank Podcast FM for having us on their x-ray. No, you can check okay. out uh, more of their shows at pod.com slash x. You have to give the x-ray pod.com. We would like to thank Beast Coast Arts for providing our artwork and uh, getting our merch store going hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. I think that's all of our thanks. Thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks for being awesome and generous uh, at a weird time. Um, you know, it was also weird and humbling just because I know, like, it's the end of December and fucking everybody asked for money. Everybody asked you for money, personally. Yeah. It just... Uh, yeah. That is what everybody does. That's what people do. So, sorry for joining the fray. Um, but there you go. And uh, I think a season... Assuming the ad goes well, I think we're going to do, like, a season break. Yeah. I'm coming up with some new segments. We're going to freshen the show up a little bit. By break, I don't mean a weekly break, because yeah, fuck yeah. that. We will, we, will have, we will have episode up weekly as per usual, but one of them, surprise, it's going to be season two. Season two, episode one. So just And we, you, you don't know when it's going to hit you, but it's going to hit you. Yeah. And we'll, you know, we'll, that way we can freshen the show up and greet the new listeners with something a bit more tenable. Um, I think everything we do is beautiful. And on that note, Tenable. All right. We'll catch you next Wednesday. Bop, 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 bop. Fucking. I don't get it. I don't get it. I just didn't get it. I just didn't get it. Fuck.